It's wow. Melissa with Encounters with Darkness. This is my husband, Joe. Um, I kind of, we didn't explain a lot of what we learned last night. Um, ironically enough, which you would have now seen the investigation at Gallows Hill, we just learned last night that that's where it was thought Mm-hmm. To have been the hanging location, but it actually isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, where the hanging took place is now a Walgreens. Um, so that's interesting. Um, I won't know until I review the footage if we caught anything, but if we did, I mean, that's so cool. It's Salem, the energy is strong, but that's not where the hanging actually took place. That's where it was speculated to have happened, but it's not, which is interesting. Because the first history museum we went in, that's what we were told. And we were actually told a lot of um, facts that were contradicted on our tour last night, which was for all of Salem. And so that's just really interesting. We also learned that in the 1680s, smallpox pandemic was happening. And if your kid got smallpox, you were to put them in the attic. Until they were better. Your kids. Yeah. In this one house, um, I didn't get a picture of it. It was a house where their child got smallpox. They put her in the attic. They decided to leave. And when they came back, she had died. And she is known to still haunt that building. Um, So that's really sad. Also, at Charter Street Cemetery, um, I got some pictures of where the Witch Trials Memorial is. That's where a lot of the smallpox victims were buried. Well, the ocean where the line used to be was right on the cemetery, and when it washed it up, a lot of coffins came out, and what they came to find was scratch marks on the inside of the coffins. Um, Because they didn't have the technology back then that when you would go into a smallpox coma, they just figured you were dead, and they would bury you, and they were actually buried alive, and that was children. Now... Medical technology is one thing, but common sense, I'm sure, existed back then if you looked for it. Right. I mean, they would have had to have a heartbeat. Yeah. But. Slight breath. At least shallow breathing. I just don't think they cared. Which is sad. And then they also, um, that's why wakes were invented back, that's where it derived from, is they would keep your body outside of, you know, being buried for three days to make sure you were, in fact, alive or dead before they buried you mm-hmm. after that. Um, other things that we learned, the Parker Brothers. Um, the inspiration for the game Monopoly. Came from Salem. And they actually lived in Salem. They're from Salem. And also, what was it? Clue. Clue. Yeah, that's a game. And that happened. I. It was hard to keep up with this story. It's right down the... Uh, Near downtown, it's this uh, building where uh, a uh, a colonel uh, that had a a ships he he shipped stuff in in and out. He sold stuff, and uh, he actually found a uh, on his one of his voyages a uh, a treasure chest. And uh, he wasn't a people person. Um, he didn't have much family, but he had a huge fortune, and he had one little relative that uh, he wanted to pass it down to. So. He was very conditional with his inheritance, so he decided to uh, 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 inherit, uh, g- give all this fortune to her when he passed. He was like in his 80s, uh, but uh, she fell in love with uh, a uh, one of the generals that ran one of his ships, 
and the the colonel didn't like the general. He hated his guts, and uh, he thought he was a, a crook. So um, he he said, "Hey, uh, you're you're not going to get my inheritance if you uh, are still with this guy. If you marry this guy." And she was like, "Well, I'm going to marry him anyways." And so uh, the the general that the colonel didn't like uh, eventually won over the colonel over time. Well, maybe he's not that bad of a guy. Um, he turned out to be conspiring to kill the uh, kill the colonel for his fortune and his treasure, and uh, he ended up doing it uh, in his own home. And that's uh, where the inspiration for the game Clue came from, because uh, it was a, a weird death. Uh, there was stab wounds that didn't bleed, uh, a bludgeon to the head, which turned out to be the killing blow. And uh, they were trying to figure out what happened inside this house, and hence the inspiration for the game Clue. And they also ended up painting it yellow at one point. Mustard. Mustard yellow, yeah. Mustard. And Colonel Mustard is one of the characters in the game Clue. So that was cool. Um, trying to think of what else we were told. I don't know. Overall, Salem's a magical place. You can I recommend feel it. going. Um, it is very touristy, 100%. But if you can find the right historical tour and find the right um, locations, you'll kind of understand where that darkness is coming from. I think that Salem is rightfully cursed in that way. Um, apparently a lot of bad stuff does happen to people in Salem. And oh, in 1914, they decided that year that it was okay to talk about the witch trials again before it was, you, you oh, didn't yeah. speak of it. You weren't allowed to. It was very hush-hush. <clears throat> and people believed, in which they were correct, that it was going to bring, they wanted Salem to be a tourism place. They wanted to bring in more money for their businesses and things, which they were right. That's what it is now. Um, but as soon as they talked about it, what used to be, it was this huge building that's now condominiums. The year that they decided to talk about the Salem Witch Trials again, it caught on fire and actually caught the whole town of Salem on fire to where every building burned to the ground. The only building that was left standing was the judge's house, which you've seen a picture now called the Witch's House, because it's funny. And his house was the only one left standing from that time period. So... It's really interesting that the year that they're like, yeah, we can talk about it again, everything catches on fire and everything burns to the ground and they have to rebuild. So that's not, I don't believe in coincidences, so. This sheriff was an absolute lunatic. Uh, the, the, the one that decided to uh, go to uh, a person that was accused of being a witch's house and ask, how do you plea? Um, and the person would have a choice to say guilty or not guilty, and either way, regardless of your uh, response, you would get uh, a rope tied around your neck and your feet, and you'd be dragged to the jail. Uh, and then you'd be uh, sitting in this jail for uh, an undetermined amount of time, racking up debt, uh, and every little slice of food was incredibly expensive. And all this was just pointing to evidence of, like, the, the people in the village needed a lot of money. And they, they needed a lot of resources, uh, and they needed to get rid of the people that weren't uh, fitting in uh, to the community. 
such as Bridget Bishop. She dressed uh, a black dress with red lining. With a red bonnet. With a red bonnet. And uh, you wore, Puritans didn't wear bright colors. They nope. were not to stand out. They were to wear grays and beige. Very submissive. Mm -hmm. um, so if you were considered undesirable, um, then you would be singled out and accused of witchery. And henceforth, uh, either turned into a debt slave or hung. And all of your uh, resources uh, and money or land, if you had it, would have went dispersed to the government or the, the local government. Um, Mr. and Mrs. English, though, had money uh, and enough money to um, escape all of it and actually pull a boss move uh, after all of it blew over. You want to tell them about it? Yeah. So, um, Philip English, they were accused when they showed up at their house, like, how do you flee? Philip said, I have money. Just let me go to a different jail. They actually went to the jail in Boston, which in Boston at the jail, you could roam freely during the day. You just had to be back to your jail cell at night. So like anyone who has common sense did, they ran and they went to New York and they decided to wait out the witch trials, which only lasted 13 months. So they did. They came back and they realized all their stuff had been ransacked. All their livestock was taken. Two years after that, the sheriff did pass. He met his demise. He had a heart attack. Sudden heart attack. And then Philip decided to undig up the sheriff's body and take it for ransom <laughs> because he wanted his stuff back. So, Like anybody would do. Yeah, obviously. And I guess back then, holding bodies for ransom was a popular thing to do. It was okay to do. So, Under the right circumstances. He held it for ransom and he said, you know, all I want is my stuff back and then I will, to whatever family was left over, I will give you his body. So they got all their stuff back, he gave the body back, and then he also wanted to stick it to the Puritans. So the Puritans ran from England. They came to Salem from England to escape the Church of England. So what does he do? He's a very rich man. He donated... A huge part of land to the Church of England. Mm -hmm. So they came and they built their very own church. The Church of England came and built a church on this land, which actually happened to be a graveyard. So they took the tombstones out and actually used some of the tombstones. And where it is, there's the church and then a huge parking lot. There's like 5,000 bodies underneath you. They never brought the bodies up. However, they were so nice to put some of the gravestones that were left over in a little fenced-in area in front of the church. But I thought it was really How funny. very pure of them. Yes. <laughs> well, they're not Puritans, so they can't... They don't take that. Oh, yeah. But, but, I mean, still, if you claim to be like a... Yeah. A religious... <laughs> um, and then I just thought it was funny that... That was just kind of the biggest... They didn't care if people died. They didn't care, you know, the hangings. Like, they prided themselves on that, or at least the judge did and the people who followed. So the biggest sting to them would have been to bring the people that they ran from and be like, here you go, here's a piece of land. Like, that's the biggest stick it to them, like, fuck you, Puritan. So mm -hmm. I think that's a boss move. Super boss move. Oh, uh, one more boss move, Giles Corey. Giles Corey, his, yes. His I was actually, Jared TV recommended, <laughs> um, he told me about this guy and had me look at the link for him. We did go to the cemetery last night where it was known to happen. Um, it's like the 10th most haunted cemetery in America. But Giles Corey, he was 83 years old. <clears throat> um, back then also, men could have as many wives as they wanted, women could not. 
Um, you had to be married, like let's say your wife died, you had to be married within two months after your wife died or you're going to be alone forever. You're not allowed to remarry. So he was on his third wife. She was accused of witchcraft. He had a lot of kids. Women were expected to have at least 13 kids. Which That's made their life expectancy to what? To 35 because it took a toll on their bodies. So that's why women died so young. Um, so he's 83, shows up at his house, how do you plead? He knew a loophole. He, if you do not speak, you were to be, um, what was it? They couldn't do anything with you. Right. Like if, so, if, if you didn't plead guilty or if you didn't plead not guilty, if you just didn't say anything, they couldn't do anything with you. So it would ha they would have to forcefully extract words out of your mouth. Right. So he didn't say a word. And of course, the sheriff didn't care. He still dragged him and he took him to this location that is now a cemetery and he dug a hole and he put him in this ditch and then he put a plank that's like a door length on top of him and started laying heavy stones to press him and each every so often he would ask him what's your plea and his famous words the only words he ever spoke while being pressed was more weight so here's this man 83 years old they kept adding more and more stone on top of this and he would ask like, you know, again, what's your plea? And he would say more weight. Um, on the third day he did pass. And then two days later, his wife was hung. So he's very popular. Um, but the reason why he did this, if you were accused of witchcraft and you were guilty and then you got executed, all of your belongings and everything go to the government, which is a very shady way of, uh, accounting for uh, money and power that is going to be funneled into the people doing the dirty deeds. Yes. So he knew that if he never said anything and he died, all of his stuff could go to his children, which it did. Um, he had many children, and he wanted to make sure of that. So he's a boss. I mean, he's 83. He, I mean, honestly, if I, you know, he maintained why not? I, I mean, mean, everybody gets gets like a run through the ringer and like for no reason whatsoever. And then he he had a choice to make: either he could uh, moan and groan and try and escape uh, uh, the, his fate by uh, I don't know, like I don't know, complaining or, or no, he didn't complain at all. No, he's like, you know what? Screw this. You know, I, li I lived a long life. I'm going to make sure my kids get exactly what they want, and I know the law. So it's, it is very important to, to know your rights within the time frame that you are. Uh, and I have a theory. It's it's very loose, and it's nowhere near accurate. Uh, Boston. <laughs> it was a boss move for Giles Corey to do this, and uh, there was a ton of weight put on him. However, Boston. Boston was created even during that time. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> but, but, but still, I, I would like to attribute... Uh, the, the term Boston to this guy because mm -hmm. he was a boss 